before we dive into this week's episode, I want to tell you all about my brand new masterclass, Four Things You Need to Know to Get into Superhero Shape Over 40. And yes, this includes our four-step superhero formula for body shape change for women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. And yes, you will learn exactly what to focus on to get sexy strong without wasting your time, energy, and money that doesn't involve spending hours in the kitchen or gym every day. And even if you have an injury or hormonal struggles or are feeling far from super right now. And this masterclass delivers on a step-by-step formula and busts crazy diet and exercise myths that you may not know you even believed. Which means you don't have to rely on guesswork and Google and wading through hours of conflicting health and fitness information online. So you just spend 60 minutes of your time and we can promise to give you back hours. So come check it out now for free at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash masterclass. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Lisa Borowine, and I consider myself a fitness feminist and wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst helping busy, ambitious women over 40 to become strong of mind, body, and character. You see, I wasn't always fit, lean, or strong, I was never motivated to exercise, barely drank water, and lived off bread, pasta, and cheese. But since starting my own wellness journey some 20 years ago and becoming certified in life coaching, plant-based and sports nutrition, holistic health, mindfulness, and kettlebell and personal training, I've learned how to create healthy habits and daily rituals rather than rely on my willpower and motivation. Plus, become a total health, fitness, and superhero geek. So we're coming at you with live workshop style health and wellness episodes packed with actionable step-by-step tips and real talk that are helping thousands of busy, ambitious women to become stronger in mind, body, and character, to be the best superhero versions of themselves without that fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. I want to teach women how to achieve goals as women, being feminine AF, because goddess got goals. Welcome to the TTT on the GGG and today's episode with all the juicy tips and advice is about top tips on training when you are sick. So we got this question in our community recently so I thought hey I'm going to turn it into an episode always works best so that if you find this episode and it's poignant for you then gives you the juicy gems. Yeah so let's dive straight in. Let's just dive straight on in. So Let's talk about training when you're sick. So what is sickness or what sickness? Yeah. So again, always start with the definition. So what do you mean by sick and different types of sick and illness? Yeah. So let's talk about the basic rule that all fitness instructors and fitness professionals learn, which is if your sickness is, say, a cold or flu virusy thing, the general rule of thumb goes like this. If it's from your neck and above, a head cold, then you can continue to train. Okay, there'll be some caveats. I'm going to give you some caveats in there. But if it's your neck and below, more into your chest, right, or even into your stomach, then don't train. Okay, so this would then take account of any viruses, chest infections, pneumonias, COVIDs, etc. No training. Yep. 
Um, and I'm going to talk about when to come back and how to come back from these things and how long to stay down, etc. But that's the first one I want to give you. Okay. So the general rule of thumb is neck and above, head cold. Yeah. Then it's fine. Now, if you're having sinus issues, breathing issues, uh, sinus and ears, then it's still possible to train as long as you can breathe. Okay. Um, but what we suggest is you don't do high intensity or cardio based stuff. So what you're looking at is, um, you know, strength training, more kettlebell strength training. So looking at less um, intense resistance style kettlebell movements, um, more grounding movements, or you can switch completely to um, complete weight training. So if you don't want to have any sort of extra cardio, because kettlebell always brings a little bit of extra cardio with that, um, you can just do strength training and strength training machines or um, walking, right? Walking is always good no matter what, generally. Um, but that will help you. It'll also help to clear it and can work with that. Okay. If you're having ear issues that causes you to feel off balance, etc., again, you can still train, but it's really you'll gotta find your 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 point of what's okay. You don't want to be doing anything inverted, i.e., where you're upside down. You don't want to do anything where you're shaking your head a lot. Um, that's why kettlebell training is quite good because you're just standing in a spot, right? You're not really moving a lot, and a lot of the movements are just one, you know, so you could do a lot more flows. Um, and you don't have to do a lot of movement. You're just literally standing in the spot. Yeah. So hope that answered that first tip for you. And then the second one when you're sick then is, okay, well, say then I have got more of a virusy whatever. How do I know when to come back and when to rest and when to push? Always one of the biggest questions. In fact, I think we have a full top tip on when to rest and when to push. But we'll do it in relation to sickness. So say, for example... You're just feeling a bit miserable. You you know, you've got that cold, scratchy, your energies are low. Uh, when to actually rest and when to push. So personally for me, what I tend to do is um, I focus more on what I can do, which is actually my point number three. But um, so I would look more at walking. So once I can get to the point where I can do some movement. Yeah. Um, so sometimes taking yourself off to bed, best solution right? Rest will always help you to recover and not pushing yourself beyond that. If you feel like you're going to miss too much because of that, then you need to just find out what you can do. Again, number point number three in a minute, but it could include mobility style work, not yoga necessarily. If you're doing a lot of inversions, you have to be mindful of that. Don't want to turn your head upside down um, or put your, um, well, depending on things, you don't want to have too much well, it's good to have blood rushing to certain areas if you're trying to heal it. But again, it's trying to find the balance with that. Um, and then also when you just need to rest. Yeah. And starting too early. So I the general rule of thumb for us is if you can do a 10 minute mobility stretch series just to stretch yourself and you're able to do that for a couple of days, then the next step is can you walk? Can you go on a 10 minute walk? If you can do a 10 minute walk and not be out of breath or not be too exhausted, then the next step would be, can I then do a 10 minute <clears throat> kettlebell training workout? Well, from our complete beginners, we have a comeback plan for that. Yeah. And then once you're able to do that successfully, then we would add strength training first and then only add hit style and cardio, high cardio and intensity training when you're back 
to 90 to 100% fitness. Yeah, because it's very hard on the body and very hard on the cardiovascular system. So definitely avoid HIIT style training until you've recovered. Yeah. Okay. And then number three, what to focus on instead. So say, for example, you can't train for a while because you are sick. Um, and this could be COVID and COVID recovery. This could be pneumonia, chest infection, um, some of the more longer lingering sicknesses. What to focus on instead? You can 100% spend your time focusing on the nutrition. You know, I'm going to say that, right? But, you know, the age old adage of starve a fever, feed a cold. Yeah. So you want to find the balance with that. I definitely find that with COVID, I couldn't eat. In fact, I lost quite a bit of weight because I couldn't eat a lot. I was eating like smoothies and some soups and then just living off soy yogurt and blueberries um, and just veggies and fruit. That's all I could really have. Um, couldn't even eat celery or certain things, the, the taste, but I could still have carrots and fruit. I really wanted a lot of fruit, the vitamin C, obviously. Um, so focus on what you can focus on. Okay, you do want to give your body as much um, time to heal, whether that might be fasting to, to heal it and then dense nutrition and calorie, you know, maybe calorie light, but nutritionally dense soups, um, you know, raw fruit and veg. Um, and then what else can you start? Can you start doing some meal prep? Can you start getting yourself you know, ready. So when you aren't having a good day, you have something waiting for you. That was really good for me is when I was recovering and it took me a little bit of time, I did batch a few things, lots of soups and things like that. So that when I had up days, I was fine. I could make myself stuff. But when I had low energy exhaustion days, I could just have a quick bowl of soup and that'd be done. Yeah. Um, I do remember that when I was recovering, I got so starving at one point. Um, that I ordered uh, a takeaway of a veggie burger and it was one of the nicest things I've ever eaten because I hadn't eaten properly in so long and because I eat so much consistently, I hit my TD and I do these things. Um, I was just hungry and it was so good. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, so what to focus on instead. So again, nutrition first and foremost. Then what other things? Meditation and breathe, breath work. Very important. I did a lot of this during COVID as well because I was worried about my breathing and chest and, and things. So breath work and meditation um, and then recovery things. So I did, I did do quite a bit of foam rolling because I started to get quite sore and just a wee bit achy and things. So I did some foam rolling, gentle stretching when I could get up and, and move around and do things. Um, uh, baths were really good and sh hot showers and uh, to change my state and to feel, feel good with that. And then also um, water consumption, very important. I drank an excessive amount of water and I definitely took my supplements. So I focused on the things that I knew that would help and support me. So I didn't have a cup of black tea for nearly a month, which still shocks me to this day, because if you know anything about me, you know, I love me some Earl Grey tea. Um, but I just couldn't. My body didn't want any caffeine. It was like, no, thank you. And just no, I could have herbal teas. So I became obsessed with mint tea. Um, again, I think it was to do with the taste and things. So mint tea, but I drank an awful lot of water with either lemon or some lime in it. That became very obsessive for me. And I hope a lot of hot water and lemon with salt that really helped too, which is our hydration potion. So again, focus on what you can do instead. 
So rather than focusing on what you can't do, beat yourself up, feel guilty, feel all of these things, you're still going to make progress towards getting better and, and healthier, etc. But you're maybe also going to learn some great skills. Meal planning, meal prepping, looking up different recipes, use that time to focus on what nourishes you and gets you ready to get back to 100%. So let's recap our three top tips for training when you're sick. Okay, so what sort of sickness? The general rule of thumb is neck and above, um, like head colds, etc. You can still train neck and below anything in your chest or your belly. Don't train. Okay, especially also if you have any sort of diarrhea or um, stomach upsets. Okay, um, again, you'll work this out as you go along. But personally, I don't like to train when I'm like that because I tend to either train too hard or actually overtrain or or try to sweat out my bloaty horribleness. That's just a personal thing. So I find for me walking is so much better for that. That sense of movement can really help that area. Sometimes I don't like to be too far away from a bathroom, so maybe not walking either. So it's really up to you. Um, and then looking at if you are of more of the injury or sorry, the illness of anything to do with your chest or a virus or, or breathing, um, then it really comes about just resting, right? You just have to rest. It, that's, it, there's no training there. Okay. And then when to rest and when to push. So I, on your recovery or as you're, as you're getting better, how to do a general test. So we generally go, you know, can you do a 10 minute mobility series? Can you stretch yourself out? Can you do that for a couple of days? Yes. Okay. Then can you then do 10 minutes of a walk where you're outside? If that works, if you can do that for a couple of days, then you can maybe try a 10 minute kettlebell workout or a four minute kettlebell workout, see how that goes. And then if you do that for a couple of days, build it up to 10 minutes and build it up to 20 minutes. And then you don't want to be doing any sort of hit style, high intensity style training until you're at 90 to 100% recovered. Okay. Only because that's really hard on the body. You want to, uh, the strength training um, you know, you're going to go with lighter bells generally anyway, as you build back up again. Um, so you don't want to put too much stress and again, inflammation exercise is oxidative stress. So you want to find the balance there. Um, and then you don't want to overtrain. You don't want to push yourself too fast, too quickly and exhaust yourself. You want to find the Goldilocks. I'm always talking about Goldilocks just enough. Okay. And then what to focus on instead, if you are, aren't, aren't able to train, really focus in on the nutrition and then other habits like drinking your water, taking your supplements, rest and recovery of baths or, or, or showers or mobility style work are things that you can work on. Um, and walking, big fan of walking here. So I hope that was helpful for today's three top tips for training when you're sick. Um, do let us know if you got big mad value out of today's and as always, we always like to say, if you did, please share it out to somebody else who maybe needs to hear this. Um, go on over to iTunes, hit subscribe, maybe write us a review. We love that over here. Or come on over and slide into my DMs on Instagram, Lisa underscore Barwise. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And we'll be back same time, same place next week. And don't forget our Thursday episode where we're deep diving into more mindset, motivation or health and wellness style questions. We have the occasional expert. We have the occasional guest on too. Uh, so it's a good one. So don't miss out. And I look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week. But until then, peace out. 
Well, we've made it to the end, my friend. You are my favorite kind of person. Seriously, a total badass. But if you like this episode, we've got a whole bunch waiting for you. With show notes, promos, discounts, lots and lots of freebies. And all you've got to do is go over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts. That's with an S. And don't forget to hit subscribe, totally, uh, on any of your you know favorite podcast platforms. And of course, leave us a review. We really like that. Or why not continue to be part of our community? Register to join the tribe, the Goddess God Goals Podcast Tribe community, and come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe. And I look forward to catching up with you next week or maybe in the next episode. Your super friend.